0: Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie.
1: And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you. Without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic authentic and and unapologetic. unapologetic.
0: How are you? We're here.
1: And we're here today with our friend Robin Mayberry. She's an embodied artist and an intuitive healer.
0: Yay. And we're in person, which I think is yes. just worth noting because yeah. we're
1: We've been nice. hanging out and guess surprise, surprise, eating. Which is very the rest for sure. And chatting and talking and pulling cards and whatnot. It's the new moon. hmm In
0: uh, today, right now.
1: I know, but in Pisces is oh, that it's what it's in Pisces? Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Not. I'm not really. That, that yeah. doesn't mean a lot to me. Anyway, like I mean, it does when I, know, I start I to about read it. about it, but I don't know it off the top of my head. But I think it's in Pisces. It's in Pisces. Anyway, yeah. it's new moon, and we're all in this energy, and we're we're gathered here, eating, snacking, hanging out, chatting, and who knows what we're gonna end up totally talking about. But, um, Robin is. I met Robin when I first met. When I first moved here, well, not right away, but I was looking for my kind of peeps to do energy work and, um, you know, stuff like that. And somebody recommended, oh, you should go do body talk. And I was like, what the heck is that? And <laughs> so maybe you can tell us a little bit about what that is. And then because I still don't know that I have a lot of words for it, but it's it's a little bit like I, a bunch of modalities that I practice myself. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all of these things put together in one practice um but i and that's how i met her she was my body talk practitioner and then you held an amazing retreat that annie and i both went to and i don't know i think now we're friends i think so yeah. um whoops so yeah you stuck with me now. We're yeah friends. so um how long have you been an artist
2: I have been an artist about the same amount of time I've been a body talker, which is
1: kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to start just, with that too? Do you want to tell us what body talk is? Like if you had, I know sure. you don't practice body talk anymore Yeah. Oh, I do. Again, still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went back to it. Oh,
2: yes. we, yes. I went back to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I never so leave it for she long. She does. I she... break up with it, but then I always come back. It's, it's like that. We just need a break for yourself. Yeah, well, so I tell do. us what body talk is then. We'll start okay, there. So body talk, it is kind of difficult to explain sometimes, but essentially it's a language and the language that you the way you speak the language is the practitioner uses muscle checking to talk to the client and you're using some quantum physics principles. Mm. I'm not a quantum physician, but the idea is that I have a field of information around my body in Mm -hmm. and around and through my body. And you have a, a, a field around yours? And so our two fields start merging and the job of the body talk practitioner is to invite the client's body to look at itself See what information it needs, what needs to be brought back in better harmony. Things just break down, stress, living on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what needs to be reharmonized and what needs to be dissolved. So if there's you know, trauma or emotional stuff, that gets in the way of our health and well-being. Gotcha. And so and in-what-order priority. And always, always we start with permission, which is one of the things I really like about yeah. that. You yeah. Know, you don't go charging in on a body talk. You always start by saying, asking the body, hey, mm-hmm. can we hang out?
1: Yeah. which is one of the And you do it in person tips. I I, met, I was like I'm not going to do it distant until I know her and so I went and had in couple, I think like two in person sessions, but it's like an hour drive for me or longer. And so then I was like, okay, we can now I trust you, know you, I, I like your vibe, so we could do it. You also do remote sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I say I do a weird thing, which gets even weirder.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? A weird yeah. thing <laughs> and I'm gonna do it like in outer space. Yeah. You're
1: not we're not gonna be in the same room and you're gonna feel it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she's very creative. I feel like, well, you said it's you. You since you started Body Talk, you became an artist. They like were it all, sort of it's like this energy flow, right? It
2: in my life, it was in my mid thirties that I stopped drinking, started doing energy medicine professionally, and discovered that I was an artist. And all of these things happened within maybe the same year or two. Oh. Mm. So it was a real... I was just hearing about a um, Jupiter return. Oh. Oh. So it was my Jupiter return.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So anyway, I had never heard about that till the other day. I was like, oh, 35. Yeah, people have stuff
0: happen at 35. Yeah. Like Mm. the rubber meets the road. And that was true for me. Isn't 35 Jupiter and then 50 is Saturn return? No, Saturn's every 29 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, different subject. Continue on. Yeah. (laughs) Hardest. So So, um, I...
2: I always thought I was a writer, which I, I do write, um, but I thought I was gonna be a book writer and like a writer, mm-hmm. big capital W, and I went to college to get my English degree so I could be a journalist or something like that. So I had no idea that I was had a visual artist mm-hmm. in me. And then I married a guy that, and we're still married, that went to 10 years of art school and was like new from, from toddlerhood, he was an artist with a capital wow. A. And so I was like, well, you're the artist and I'm the writer. Mm-hmm. But something happened along the way and I just started making stuff. It started with a, um, making cards back when everybody was doing all the Stampin' up stupid yeah. shit. Oh, okay. And I made a card that cost $40 by the time I... Had, <laughs> I was like, here's your $40 card.
0: <laughs> I love them. You better love
2: this card so much. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, it just kind of kept going from there and now, yeah, it's, it's a major nice. part of what I do all the time and what I share.
0: So for being an embodied artist... Talk about let's talk about like what that means. What's it what does that mean and what and think like art is therapy? Go.
2: Art is therapy. <laughs> okay, so first of all I'm gonna credit my friend Anka Gray, um, who's an artist out of Chicago, because she was the one she just put this little thing up on her Instagram or something, said art is an embodied practice. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck with me. Yeah. And I was like, "It is it, well, because I'm a body worker, so then mm. I also do massage as well as body talk. So I spend time with bodies all the time. And, um, and, I, and I like them. I like the language of bodies. And it just made me realize when I, really when anyone that I know, but I'll just talk about myself, when I'm in a creative state, I am not in my head. If I am in my head, it's a misery. It's mm. horrible. If I'm trying to create something and I'm thinking oh, about sure. it, all I'm thinking about is how it sucks and everyone's gonna hate it. And what do I even think I'm doing? And I should just like, you know, just go watch TV because it's <coughs> a disaster. Da da da. That's in my head. But when I just get out of that and just get and let some let whatever's coming through me just move through my body, so that I'm kind of mentally out of the way mm-hmm. not like gone but just like just step out of the way for a minute and just let this move through then i feel creativity in my body my chest gets like really light and i kind of get like effervescent my stomach actually sort of tightens up cuz i'm excited my um my legs will get feel really grounded like i'm mm. just like yeah i'm here da, da, da. my hands will actually tingle yeah and it's cuz i've done a lot of like paying attention to bodies that i'm
0: mm-hmm. noticed these things right. are happening
2: but I I then I watch other people because then I te- I teach workshops as well and I watch other people and I see that when someone's in the groove they have stopped thinking and it's just moving through their hands are moving and they're just watching this whatever they're making unspool yeah. it's just like look at that look at that thing that happened like like Annie has this really cool painting of these purple flowers with these swirls and I'll bet you anything when you were doing that you didn't realize what you were doing no mm-hmm. and you can tell you can feel it right these flowers have this. Fluidity to it yeah. that's an effortlessness that you yeah. can't get unless you are in your body. Yeah. So it kind of goes both ways. You can't create until you're in your body, but when you are creating, then it gets you in your body. And it's.
0: So I feel like one of the, the stumbling blocks, because we were t- kind of talking about this differently before the podcast, but one of the stumbling blocks that I know I've experienced and I know other people do is um, art to achieve something. So if you're trying to let go of the achievement part of it, and then you're like, well, I can't paint, or it's not going to be good. So we go, like, I love those sip and paint classes, right? Mm -hmm. But when I first would go to those, I'd be looking at other people's. (laughs) Is my whatever fucking cat I'm drawing going to be better than your fucking (laughs) cat I'm drawing. Well, who cares, right? But then when I start to let go, when when I started letting go of the achievement of that and just drew the cat it was better but how how do you if you're helping somebody or you're talking to somebody about being creative and they still have the achievement piece of it in there how do you get past that um, well everyone has that achievement piece right. and everyone's
2: creative so this happens to everybody right. i mean creativity is our birthright and then we're socialized to achieve so i don't know any, maybe someone, i don't know anybody that doesn't have both of those we're creative right. you know and, and achievers
0: people that have said like oh I'm not creative. I've said that oh, for tons. years. Oh, okay. creative. But
2: even people who are like professional artists say that. So Okay, okay. It's a, in my experience, it's a matter of recognizing and overriding. You have to just create space for the critic committee that says, you know, what what is the point of the sip and paint? Shouldn't you be mowing the lawn? What are you going to do with this thing anyway? Where are you even going to hang it? What, is you going to enter it in a show? You're not going to get into a show. And if you got into a show, what do you think is going to happen? you make a fool of yourself. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know, maybe
1: maybe that's just yeah. my brain. Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the mowing the lawn thing, but yeah. I so. <laughs> isn't there something more better right? than you are doing with your time? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I should be doing something, I right, be doing right. something with, right. with my time, useful. which means we've decided creativity isn't useful. Exactly. Mm. That's why artists don't get paid. We have absolutely culturally
2: decided that being creative is not useful, which right. in, my, and in my experience and humble opinion, it is the most useful oh, thing that we right? do. Right? Uh, it is and let's just step away from the word useful it's healing it's it's revitalizing yep it puts a fresh spin on every single day when you're when you're in that place where you're looking at the world like how can I engage with it that's creativity
0: right
2: I'm not not just going along for the ride with other stuff that other people came up with I'm looking at what can I do with this day yeah and then maybe you're doing it with something with art supplies or maybe you're cooking or maybe
1: you're teaching but those are all creative right I was just gonna say there's many modalities too right like art sometimes when i say art i think like just a drawing or a painting Mm -hmm. or you know a sculpture or something like that but there's many many modalities like we were talking earlier like it's a creative expression that is art right so that can cover a gamut of things but how do you how do you personally when you realize when you recognize i'm not embodied like what are some things you do to help get yourself there breathe Mm. Okay. Breath. Any specific type of breath? Oh, work? so
2: we've pulled these cards. Oh, right? cards. We pulled
0: these cards, and Annie's card says what? The rhythm of my breath directs the rhythm of my life. Ooh. There you are. Ooh. So, what
2: happens is, especially if we're getting in our heads and we're getting all in a bunch, because here we are painting a cat, and we should be doing something useful. Right. We'll start breathing really shallow.
0: Mm. We'll do
2: these light, quick breaths in the chest because yep. our whole self is trying to exit the body. Exit the body, exit the body. But you cannot be gone from your body while you're breathing all the way into your diaphragm or better, all the way into your pelvic floor. If you can breathe all the way into the pelvic floor, you have to be in your body for
0: that. We're doing it. We had, had to guess Did you just did you you do it? You guys are lifting she's your, your about pelvis. So I'm yeah. like, my pelvic floor, I'm trying to do it. Now when uh, you're just doing yes. it, I'm like, can I breathe to yes. my pelvic floor? You can breathe into oh, your pelvic yeah, floor. You yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh, you're right. right. You can't. That's an interesting way to think shallow breaths are you trying to exit
1: mm-hmm. your body? You're trying to hold on by this skinny little thread. Good God, I'm so just thinking of the millions of times I've done, been that, in that state. So many.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, all yeah. of us. All yeah. of us. So it just starts with noticing. It yeah. starts with awareness. And then just awareness of that voice, because usually we don't, whatever oh, we're right. doing, we don't always hear that voice. It's just nattering away in the back, blah, 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 making us feel all anxious, we don't know why, and we just like, I don't know, I guess I need to do something else. So when you get into a position where you're noticing the voice, that's the first thing, like, oh, there's that voice.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, there you are. So is it just simple for you to like, take a few deep breaths and then you're there, like you've come to that point? Well, oh, it depends. Or do you need to like sit down and do like a serious breathwork session? Or do you, is there anything else that you add with that? Or uh, Most of, okay, so when it comes to creativity, mm-hmm.
2: that's my, my, that is my meditation. So most of the time, I'm as soon as I've been like, great, I'm gonna sit down with this whatever. I'm gonna well, I like I, lately I've been doing a lot of stitching, mm-hmm. a lot of like hand sewing. So I sit down, I've got my needle, I've got my thread. And I, my brain might be spun, but as soon as my hands are already getting engaged, I'm mm. already sort of coming down yeah. out of the rafters. Yeah. So then yeah. it's pretty easy. If I'm still like, eh, I can be like, oh, wait a minute, you're sitting here stitching, chill out, take a breath. But not always. Right. The, I had an experience just earlier this week where I had to take my kid to a doctor's appointment in Seattle and the pass was closed and we had drove five and a half hours all around all around white pass. And I got to that doctor's appointment with eight minutes to spare and I didn't calm down until the next day. Yeah. Okay. I literally went to sleep and woke up and I was still stressed. Mm. So so It's not always like Robin, just take a breath, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) And then, you know, then I'll just, just acknowledge what's happening is I've, yeah. That's what makes the most sense to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems... Then at I, least I'm not shaming myself for feeling it. Right, I feel. right. Is there... I'm just thinking too, like for myself... And this, I, this is a newer thing. But like... For me to get out of my head, I have to
0: move. I have to, yeah. So...
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like I go for a run. Because I'm mm-hmm. not a freaking runner. But I might need to like get up and do a little stretching. I might need to... Put a song on and dance to it. The dance party, the Um, one song dance party. Yeah, yeah. I might need to do a little bit of yoga first. I don't do like a full hour yoga practice to like get myself. Sometimes I need to, but usually I'm like, oh, I just need to do a couple forward folds or it's more this like just movement because I sit a lot (laughs) and then I become rounded and all this Mm -hmm. in me and then I'm in my head or out of my head even, you know? So that to me, I love to do that sort of when I want to get in some creative mode I definitely have to do some movement mm-hmm. and then breath comes with that right mm-hmm. exactly. so yeah, that that's makes even sense yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, yeah I think mean, the movement is an essential part of it and then what, to me the the creativity even if I'm not moving a lot even if I'm like, sitting and crocheting mm-hmm. you're still moving oh yeah you're still using the body mm-hmm. rather than the, just the mind mm-hmm. to sit there and go on your hamster wheel right? yeah but I have a question about like getting there because you're talking about okay you move you're talking about like you take a few deep breaths let take the person who's like I don't even know what I'm creative at that they don't Mm. have a creative life and they're Mm. like well how do I I don't know what I'm good at and I think that that sentence Mm -hmm. that you Mm. start with I don't know what I'm good at yeah Is it such a... It's a buzzkill right there. It's a buzzkill. Yeah. And that's been a hard one for... Like, well, I shouldn't do that because I'm not good at that. And so that has stopped me. I think most people are like that. But just take the person. No, They don't have a, quote, I'm using air quotes, creative practice that they can Mm. identify. Oh, it breaks my heart. And I hear it a lot when people say, well, I'm just not creative.
2: And that just tells me someone is so wounded Mm. in this area. And... I really learned from that, the, the artist way, mm-hmm. the classic um, book. Yeah. Have you guys done yeah. the artist yeah. way? Yeah. Julie Partially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually, I, it, it, stopped it really, really rang a bell on me. I actually got it when it was like fresh. Yeah, I got it, I at, the it at the bookstore in the 95 yeah. or whatever it was. I'd just broken up with this boyfriend. I was all confused. Anyway, it was from that. And then I've done it like 12 times. It's, I probably can stop now. I think I get it. But um, <laughs> the concept of you do you follow what you love. Yeah. And which is what we're talking about, which has nothing to do with achievement. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it loops around accidentally to achievement. Maybe. Maybe not. But how can you go wrong when you're
0: following the path of something that just makes you feel lit up? I don't know mm-hmm. what I love. How about that? Let me give you that sentence. I don't know what I love. I'm not, That's not the case for me. But, yeah. like, I don't know what I love to do. I go to oh, work. Oh, so you I just added to-do. Well, I know, right, yes. Good point, mm-hmm.
2: okay. I was like, yeah, most people, I think, know what they love, even if it's, uh, or what makes, okay, so what a different question would be, what makes you feel, what makes you feel light?
0: You're right, that's a different question. What I love to do it's is different. a different question than what there I There, we're back love. to achieving and well, doing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, what do you love?
2: I love sunsets. I love cats. Okay, so you like to look at colors. You like to feel things that are soft. What brings you joy? What brings yes, you joy? Yes, yeah. those
0: are good questions for people because I think when you start with what you love, not what you love to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it, I love to listen to music. I can't play music, but I love to listen. Great, listen to music. Right. Yeah. Right. Just put your headphones on and listen to an entire album, start right. to finish. And some people say that's not creative, but it actually so is because creative. you're
0: engaging with the music. Yeah. And you can love music and have a dance party. You can love music and have mm-hmm. a dance party all the time. Mm-hmm. I do, And I'm asking these questions because as someone that I know in the past really thought creativity wasn't something for me, I'm like, I'm not creative. I'm a business owner. Oh, that I'm was sure. your story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. No, I'm just that way. I'm science-y. I'm not creative. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, oh, creativity is what you said. It's an expression. So there's a creativity in owning a business. There's a creativity in whatever. Who cares? But when you... If your story is I'm not creative because I'm not good at art,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if that's your story, what a dead end. Then Mm -hmm. how do you that? And you're answering that, but that's what I think a lot of people's story is. I'm not. I'm not artsy. So I didn't know I was an artist because I don't like to draw. Oh, I, right. I we, exactly that's what I was saying. Drawing is
2: so boring to me. Yeah. And so my youngest kid, my second kid, who is like totally in, just draws all the time, carries their little iPad around with him all the time and all this kind of business. My husband draws all the time. I think that's the most boring. I can look at a tree. I don't need to draw the tree. I never had any interest. There's the flowers. <laughs> I, don't I don't need to draw it. I can look at it. I have an iPhone. I can take a picture. And so, and and to me, I was raised, that's, you love to draw, and then you love to paint, and then you love to paint with oils, and then you love to paint oil landscapes, and then you go to art school. Yep. And since I never hit the first hurdle, because I don't love to draw, all the rest
1: of it was in the shitter. Right. Well, those are like the classes that are offered, too. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we're conditioned to think is... And then we bundle it all up with, that's creativity, so what a
2: crime. Yeah. Yeah. This one thin narrow road of expression becomes the only legitimized form. Yes, and that's insane. Yeah. It is insane. Complete... It's how many
0: people are on that road,
2: mm-hmm. right? A handful, and it... and, the, and they and the, those that are on that road get to enjoy feeling superior <laughs> because they're following the path that you know yeah. is kind of set out by society. This is the way you do it, and
1: there's. Great artists that are on that path. Yeah. Well, actually, we're. I just listened to your podcast with your podcast with someone else, and you were talking about your husband's path versus your path, right? And so he's on that, mm-hmm. he went that art traditional school. art mm-hmm. school path, right? But finding that that's not working for him, mm-hmm. right? It's miserable for him. Yeah. It's miserable for him because the last step of that trajectory
2: for it all to be worth it, so that it what so you achieve because mm-hmm. that's the underlying story mm-hmm. is like you're going to go this long convoluted way and go to art school and everything but then eventually you will achieve yes. being a famous artist right and if you don't hit that mark then what was the point right whereas if you just approach it with like I'm going to make some stuff I'm going to make a 40 dollar card with my stamping up and <laughs> I'm going to just cut it with these little doodads I mean I went crazy yeah. at first you know <laughs> and it was just fun Right. It was just fun, so I did it again, mm-hmm. and then I grew, and things changed, and I learned new techniques, and I started doing different stuff, and da-da-da, and ironically, I love you, dear husband, if you ever listen to this, but actually, my career is going better right. as an artist. Yeah. I mean, he, when he sells something, he sells it for way more. I'm having way more fun. I know a lot more. I do. I know more people than he does. I get more opportunities than he does, and I'm more engaged just because of where I'm coming from. Right. It's not because I'm a better person. It's because like, I'm
1: having fun. And he's like, God damn it, I'm going to make this perfect painting. And, well, no, the the is you said you, you get stuck in like a, like you have to create a certain thing for a uh-huh, gallery to, right. you can't switch mm-hmm. it up all the mm-hmm. time. Or you'd have to switch galleries all the time. If exactly. That was it, that's you not make how it thing, works. You and, make this
2: kind of thing yeah. and then you're going to make it over and over and over and over. Yeah. Because that's the thing that you are, you're branded as, yeah. all that. Anyway, you know, it's a, the but, art world is a whole other deal. Yeah, yeah. And, but you don't have to have anything to do with that shit show.
0: Well, you can
2: world,
0: just you, create. You and you can create in in a void. Not you're not in a void, but like it never has to go anywhere. Never. When has I to go right. first went to how I got over the hurdle with the sip and paint classes is after I went to a couple, I made a commitment to myself that I throw them away on mm-hmm. the way home. Mm-hmm. And once I knew I was going to throw them away, then I could just paint. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to keep them later. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? But you have to. So I think getting. Um, you can create by yourself and no one ever has to see it in a gallery and it's still creativity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. We, it reminds me of something, and I'm, Julie, remind me how we were talking about this, but um, watching how people, I know I've done it, watching how people gravitate to create, to creating something to heal. What is it mm. in us that makes when we're hurt or injured or something... The need to make, to create something. What do you feel like that? Is? What, why were we talking about that? It doesn't matter. matter. But you know what? It, yeah. we, we know people. That you're like, you said, we were talking about crocheting the other day, and you're like, oh, I went through that phase, and I made like ten blankets in a row. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Artist therapy. Yep. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What? Do you, what do you think that's about?
1: Your hand meridian, your heart meridians go through your oh. hands. Oh. Ja. <laughs> we both ja. just like jaw dropped over here like oh duh so you're using <laughs> your
2: hands and working it through mm. Oh, and then uh. if you make something that's expressive then you, yeah. there's that additional layer of subconscious symbols and that kind of thing I love that just I know
1: I'm trying to remember we're on a podcast because yeah, yeah, my yeah. face is just like, like hmm. oh shit I, I have a question which is going to take it in another direction because I I said sometimes I have to get up and move, right? But that, that's not how I would have said that I started being able to get out of my head. What are your thoughts on, I, I'm going to call it substances, but in this case, it's a plant substance. So I used to get high so that I could be out, those thoughts would go away and then I could be like, okay, get high, now pick up a paintbrush and do this and and then I'm not, and then I feel that embodiment. And I did it in a very conscious way. Like that was my intent, like to connect with the energy of the plant and to allow for creative flow. Um, but that, I feel like I needed that for a long time for me to be able to trust that I could just create something. Do you still need it?
2: No, not anymore. Then that's right use of the plant. Yeah. I don't use plant medicine anymore because I overuse plant medicine. Right. So same, same. <laughs> um, I mean, I do sometimes, but not for not like that. So and and if you overuse a plant medicine, like let's say if you smoke yeah. bong hits every day, yeah, you know, just say like people people I know might have. Um, <laughs> after a while, it stops working. Right, right. So you'll, you know, at first yeah. you're like, oh my god, I'm so creative. I'm writing all these poems and I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Look at these colors and never notice that pattern. Mm-hmm. It's all amazing. And then down the road, it's like you can't even, you know, eat a bag of Fritos without a smoking spot And you know, it's just it just dies. It dies right, on the vine. right, exactly. And, and I did find personally that I got to a point where I couldn't create and use yeah. substances. It ends up
1: having the opposite yeah. effect. It had the opposite like stagnating effect. stagnating instead, yes. it for was sure. It was numbing. It numbed
2: me out, mm-hmm. and it disconnected me from my body. Yeah. And so I couldn't... Nothing would move through. I didn't even know there was anything to move through.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think, I think that plant medicine is a gift if it's used properly, and that humans have co-evolved with plant medicine, and that absolutely there are plants out there that will stimulate creativity. If you use them respectfully and you're listening to your body and you're listening to the plant and you're use you know, I think that's the way that we're supposed to right. use it. Right. But if it just becomes
1: party drug, it won't work. Right. Exactly. So then my next question is, is kind of going back to your body talk, right. And you're connecting with these like blockages maybe that you may not, clearly not even be aware of that, that have you, is there a way, I mean, Could I be like, I need a body talk session to open up my creativity.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when you said, well, what do you do when you've got this crazy story and you say, I don't even know what I love and stuff. Right. Honestly, I I would do body talk. Right, right, right. right. Because I would look at what's, because it's a facility it's a way to get underneath the surface and right. ask the body, like, what's going on
1: under here? What you just naturally, I mean, that's you, you, you embody body talk, I guess, because I see it like just in you talking to other people or whatever, the way you question certain things and phrase things to get people to realize, and you're, you're doing it on just like a minute level in everyday life, Right. That sounds so clever. but <laughs> I don't really know. I'm doing that. So, but
0: it is. Oh, clever. I it. Just you be doing like, it. Yes, I'm yeah. doing
2: that. I, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, but, but but that just happens yeah. when you do something. It yeah. becomes an innate throughout
0: your life. So, I'm heating up hot water, and I thought it'd be a lot quieter. So oh. I just. Okay, to say yeah. I'm we'll sorry see if you can hear. we That sounds like static in the background. <laughs> you know, one thing that the body talk makes me think of with creativity is if if you're going to do something embodied. And you're out of touch with your body sometimes a bridge to that would be any body work even if it's Mm -hmm. from someone Mm. else first because if you get massage or you get body talk or you do yoga and you have someone else help you connect to your Mm. body it's you could get that much closer to finding that creative embodiment so I just wonder that it seems like that mind-body connection would almost have to happen of course, it have to happen first. Not almost have to happen mm-hmm. first. Of course, it would have to happen first.
2: And you would never show up to such a thing if you weren't
0: ready. Oh right. Yeah. So
2: you can't drag yeah. someone. You're
1: gonna do some yoga so that you make a painting.
2: Well, that's I've had right, people.
0: Right. No, that's true. But I've <laughs> had people be like, "You need to fucking do yoga," and I'm like, "Well, yeah." So, but I've been yeah. to a lot of like I, I haven't been to any of your workshops, but I've been to
1: like uh, I went right before I moved here. We had a, a high tea. So it's these cannabis teas, and you could choose just CBD or different various levels of THC within them, and sip on that tea and this amaz- she made these amazing little finger food snacks, and-, and then we did a vision board thing, so like oh, combining oh, these two things wow. and and we did a little bit of yoga right before, so it was all of this stuff combined, and I like that is the kind I love. I love workshops like that where it's like, I mean, I it, it, it wouldn't need necessarily even need the cannabis, but no, you're going, I'm but like, like I want to let's go. do a let's do a, a little yoga and a meditation, and then we're gonna whatever the creative is, mm-hmm. and all of that's creative too. Mm-hmm. So I we're love doing combining that. We're doing stuff. That
0: workshop here, you know
1: that. Right? <laughs> so one of the things up next, not to talk
0: all about me,
2: <laughs> but one of the things that I do off and on, and probably I've been whatever i'm probably going to do it again is soul it's called soul journal circles which is actually kind of hard to say and so i kind of do a, a series of themes and well i've been doing it over zoom because of you know yeah. the world yeah. and you do you, we start with breathing checking into the body we do some like prompt writing prompts just to sort of stir things up mm. and then we start making we do art journaling yeah. which also solves the problem of what to do with the art you close yes. the book
1: and you mm. put it on the shelf Probably. Oh. I just did vision boards for the farm, personal ones, and to for the business at the farm. Um, and one of the girls did that. She was like, I'm putting mine in a journal. And then I can keep adding to it and then I can mm-hmm. keep opening and look at it, but then close it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I no one that idea. like, Should I
2: show it to people? It's like, right. same as you would show your journal, only if you really like something. Right, yeah. yeah. You know? I also
0: find that there's, if something holds me back when I know people are going to see it, then I'm Filtering what I'm going to put on something for who are gonna who's gonna see it? Where if it's like in a journal, mm-hmm. then nobody's gonna see it. I'm like, I'm
1: gonna I don't know why I'm going to vision boards as my creative thing today, but did I tell you that story? I, well, you haven't told you. <laughs> so I um, you got to be careful what you're gonna put out yes. for everyone to be able to see. So I had this vision board oh, up yes. in my living room, oh my God. and <laughs> I, I had love a this picture. Story. I had a really huge crush on a door guy at this bar that I always went to, and like I had a, a picture of him and I just from some night, whatever, I don't know what, why we took a picture, but I had this picture of him and I, and I was like, Oh, I just want him. I want him. Right. And then one night it happened. We were going to hook up and he's like, we go to your house. And I was like, no, we can't, we can't because. That he didn't know that, but I was like, "You can't come in my living room because there's a fucking picture of you and I, and you're smack in the middle of my vision board." All I heard and is I, vision boards work. That's
0: <laughs> a, a master. I know, uh-huh. you just got to be
1: careful, right? Vision boards work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, they do sometimes, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, also you got you don't know who's gonna see it, so we had, we had to go so to his house. Pretty-
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he did not have me on a vision board, but. <laughs> You don't know. Oh, he he made might have run in and, and stashed in
0: the closet. Oh, maybe, maybe.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> That's so
0: funny. Well, what, okay, so art, body art. First of all, what, tell us about your podcast. Oh, Ooh.
2: yeah. So thank you guys very, very much for letting me join in your conversations, which I've been loving. And then I just started one called Art, Magic, and Medicine. Okay. And so I've been talking to other artists that are using art to heal themselves and to make the world a better place. Uh-huh. And it, using it as, an, as a healing method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, with, and it is so powerful because you're running energy through it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're The symbolic expressions that come through people whenever you create whatever it is, whether it's visual art or it's music or it's a poem mm-hmm. or whatever the kind of deal is, it's our high self that comes through.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: our light that comes through. Yeah. it brings when we are creating we are downloading these light codes mm-hmm. into the planet because that's just what happens we're call, we're opening up and saying whatever you are out there i mean it's all just happening energetically but come through me right and it does yeah and it's healing yeah. so even if what you're creating seems on the surface to be you know disturbing or destructive or whatever you know people make like crazy art or, or death metal or whatever mm-hmm. you're expressing something pure
0: right
2: and personally i think one of the markers of a of a healed world where we can learn to mediate with one another and share our resources with one another and um, really embrace equity and you know i mean we're not going to be perfect or anything but i think we can do it a whole lot better and i think a foundation is going to be as many human beings as possible feeling grounded in their bodies Feeling like, like they have permission to be themselves and bringing their unique little piece of the puzzle
0: mm-hmm.
2: to, or the just the one thread in the tapestry, if you will. It's kind of overused, mm. but if you need seventy-five million threads in the tapestry, which I will share this little factoid, yeah. unverified. Go Google it. Better yet, look mm-hmm. it on Facebook, and you get all this, all the here. best information. Uh, but I saw this little documentary that said we need 3% of the human population to be conscious, which meaning basically just aware that you're, that you're more than just a meat suit walking around. Mm-hmm. 3%, that's 3%, that's only 75 million people.
0: Right.
2: If there were 75 million, we have what, almost 9 billion now, or maybe we've even t- topped it. If 75 million people were like, I'm gonna just be me in the world, I'm gonna engage with other people for my heart-centered self, I'm gonna make what comes through me, and I'm gonna have the life that
1: unfolds, how does that how how would that, that exponentially ripple out? I wonder how many already are. Do we have a count on this? I <laughs> I was told by a
2: how many more do we need that to we convert? have actually already tipped? Yeah. i said it's already yeah. tipped. It
0: feels it I feel that because I, I feel just in my little space, we were talking about this where I this energy that I wanted for so long. I couldn't find and now it's flooding into my space and I'm like oh is it this is that because there's more of it it's because I'm calling it in but it's also because there's more of it in the world I think Mm And so that tipping point you're like oh it's easier to access these connections that I've been fighting to access for so long and now all of a sudden they you know right right here they're right here in my living room and you know so we and I think part of that is that tipping point I agree.
1: You know, like moving here in San Diego, it's like saturated. I'm surrounded by all the, Mm -hmm. all the creative and the spiritual and everything. Right. And then I, the universe needed to plant me here. Mm -hmm. And I was like resistant for a minute. And every time I resisted shit just went wrong as fuck. And I was like, okay, well clearly whatever, like I'm I'm going. (laughs) And then my, and my friend was like, You, you just, sometimes the universe has to pick you up and put you over here and you need to go there and just fucking be you and let that ripple out. Cause I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't see, I had been here once before, 10 years prior and I was like, it's in the middle of nowhere. I know. Right. (laughs) It is in the middle of nowhere and it's farm country and like I'm, I'm not trying to be super judgmental, but it didn't feel like my it's vibe. It's Diego. it, yeah. not it wasn't Diego. my vibe.
0: Um, <laughs> not, and
1: not. <laughs> but I was like, he's right, he's right, and that I create my vibe, right? And so, but also as I just am my vibe, then that it's like that you were talking about a pond ripple yeah. earlier, and then how it. It hits another pond ripple, and you're like, oh, and either you're the same or it creates a dissonance for a minute. Mm-hmm. But that's what happened. And then I was like, I don't know. I went and got a massage, and then somebody else said, Oh, you should meet this person, and oh, you should do this, and oh, you should do that. And, you know, I, it's here. It's my, my vibe, my frequency, my little make believe world that I live in is here because. And
0: maybe you could that. make all the ripples you could in that San Diego pond. So you needed to come here and make some work. I as know, as well. right? 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it makes a big difference. Do- I mean, it, it's just when you feel, when you feed into that energy too, I will say it's so powerful. When you feed in like the retreat we went on, mm-hmm. when you pull in the energy, you, you've got your own creative energy and that's worth something just by yourself in your own space. Mm-hmm. But then when you share Creative energy—it doesn't have to be making something. I'm just right. saying, like when you share creative energy, when you vibe in the same place with people, you feel it's—it's it's like the, um, um, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Mm. And everybody comes up. It's exponential. And it's exponential because it is exactly like cat hair—one cat. <laughs> One cat's a lot of hair, but two cats are so much more hair than that one cat, right? Four, and four cat even even cats. Know? Like a, my house is cat hair. Exactly, but that's how energy is. It's not just the energy of two people. It's a bigger energy, and then you pull in a third person, you pull in a fourth person. And if we can do that, like, and I think of it. You've said this before, but I think of it as just radiating out. Right now, we're sitting here, and what we're doing is radiating out to the people mm-hmm they, they those neighbors don't they just know think what's they're watching happening. tv over they're there just i know TV, right but we're sending we're pushing stuff yep. out there and that's wait till we that. start
1: playing a crystal singing bowl out there they're gonna oh, yeah. they're all gonna be like who yeah. are you guys because that that's what that just made me think of like the 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 vibration of playing the singing bowls and the instruments like right. reaches beyond where they can even hear yeah right they might not even hear it but the Vibration—the positive frequency of it—is reaching right all the way down to the little, little downtown there. All the yeah, they're going to be like, "What happened?"
0: Yeah, you know, like, I want to send out a vibration of opening a good restaurant in Quincy. That's all. I want. <laughs> okay. Um, so your podcast is—that's what it's about: art, healing, medicine, art, magic, and medicine. Art, magic, art, medicine. Magic, I love it. it. It's, it's about the transformative, transformative power of, of creativity. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you do you do anything like um, do you have a website right now or anything? Like I do. That? Okay, where tell us where if people want to find your magic.
2: Oh God, then they do.
0: They do want <laughs> to find your magic. They do. Where do people find your magic?
2: RobinMayberry.com. Okay, so it's Robin like the bird, Mayberry like town, like the town.
0: Okay. Dot com. Excellent. And um, do you and do? you are doing. Body I am doing talk? body
2: talk
1: again.
0: And, yes. and so massage Yes, in person too? and remote. And I do massage.
2: Okay. And I'm teaching some,
1: yeah. And I you have I these workshops, them. right? Mm-hmm. What's your next workshop coming My up? My next
2: one is Tiny Talisman Journals, which is these little bitty art journals that are like three, three inches tall and you make it out of like uh, uh, just little mementos and scraps and that kind of thing. And it's really super cool and fun. It's just an afternoon class. Oh, cool. And that's in mm-hmm. Ellensburg? That's in Ellensburg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when is that? April 3rd.
1: Okay, and yeah. that, so all if you website. join my
2: mailing list, which is on my thing, you, okay, you find out okay. all the things. Yeah, I'm not a disciplined emailer, so no need to worry about that. <laughs> Me either. What about- date your email? No, I will not <laughs> be doing that. What? And then are you at? You're pretty active on Instagram. Oh, Instagram is where. To, yeah, that's what I at Robin O Mayberry. Robin O Robin Mayberry. Robin O Mayberry. Robin o Mayberry. Mayberry. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. That's that's on my art people, art stuff, art pictures. It's eye candy. I love it. That's nice. my. my that's my thing. Happiness and eye candy. That's what I'm into. Swimming. Well, I
0: know. I think we're going to probably just take a snack break and then we'll uh, do another one with Ryan. It's Robbie. time. It's here. We'll pull,
1: pull some more cards, <laughs> eat some more snacks. We'll, well be back.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is eclectic tomato E-C L E C T I C tomato. 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 And
1: I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T, um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player okay. comes up. It's not me. Also, um,
0: we want you to subscribe.
1: Yes, so please subscribe um, on, uh, we're on it, when, Spotify, yeah. whatever, whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us. And then we are calling in some five-star reviews. So if you feel like this is five-star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be... Um, available to more people Um, but we only want five stars so if you're not feeling five stars just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you or keep it to yourself
0: right just
1: kidding we do care but we don't
0: right and also um you could share us with your friends
1: yes yes if this is something that really resonated and you're like this friend needs to hear it too share it with them that's right all right peace out